Am I still recording? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is this on? Is this live? Is this the show? Is this not the show? For what it's worth, in solidarity with Neil Young, we pulled the other podcast from Spotify. That's that's the political one, so we thought that was appropriate. Well, what about this one? Oh, this one stays old, man. We need we need every listener we can get. We're helpless. All right. Well, you know, pull it if you want to. I mean, I I've seen our numbers. I mean, if you pull it, no one's going to notice. Not even a single Southern man. It's not like this podcast is rocking the free world. Fair, fair point. We do record it at our house. So what what do you think? Should we pull it down everywhere? Even Ohio? Well, you know what? Let's take it down at least until the harvest moon. You have a heart of gold. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Sounds like you ha- you found the download for the other version that I licensed. <laughs> I did. We paid for it. We might as well use it. That music is the Happy Boy End theme, also by Kevin McLeod. That, that you played at the beginning. That I yes, I played it at the beginning. That's right. That's I that's how we roll around here. We I need to probably check the license. I'm not sure we're allowed to play the end theme at the beginning. I don't know that I paid for the. I don't know if I paid for the plus version of the license. <laughs> oh, it's very clarinet heavy. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, wow, that's. What, I mean, they went. He went all in on the clarinet. I. You know what? We're going woodwinds this week. I guess so. Shout out to the woodwinds. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I should just, it says follow up from the cold open. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody else enjoyed it as much as we did, but that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a bite of cake here. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see that. Is that just, just random cake? No, 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 no. It's it's hundredth episode cake that was delivered tonight by Gosha Wheeler. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the, by the look on your face, uh, it seems like it tastes. It must taste pretty good. It's it's very good, but it's it's very dense. Yeah, but but so are we. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think, I think she may have done that on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, uh, so, so was it just a, was it just a regularly decorated cake or was there, was there something to it? No, no, no. It had our logo on the top of it. It's, I will post, I will post a picture. In fact, it's, it's probably going to be this week's show art. It is so awesome. So. Gosha and Zuja Wheeler, they Zuja makes fantastic cakes, 
cookies, pies. She's oh, and she is great. She's a graduating senior here at Dowling, a uh, friend of the family. And anyway, it's very, very good. And I am going to eat 98% of it and leave you 2%. Ooh, okay. Okay. Then I can swing by in July and have the 2% exactly. of the cake. I can, I will freeze it. And you can have you can have it when we're on Ragbri. It'll be cold, and you're going to need it after the Karis loop. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. What what is this? A slice of paper? No, it's your two percent of the cake. Enjoy. <laughs> mm. Oh, that cake's good. Wow. Wow. Okay, so speaking of Ragbri, God, we're all over the place tonight. Speaking of Ragbri. The Overnight Towns came out this week. Yes, I think three of the stops are in Minnesota. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'm, I may be wrong, but it's way north. I think we're going to be closer to uh, toddler negative 18 than we are going to be to toddler one at some point if we if we ride this ride the entire way. There is absolutely no question about that, especially yeah. the overnight in Mason City. Yes. Yes, there's no question. Yep. Mm -hmm. But it will make it so much easier for Sarah to join in on ToddCon 2, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Especially, it will especially be an Electric Boogaloo if I get that $14,000 electric bike. Yeah, I was going to say. It is is absolutely. (laughs) ToddCon 2, Electric Boogaloo. Boy, Todd, you you look winded. Todd, I don't. Do you not have a button? I have a button. <laughs> How'd you get a button? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, stay tuned. More more ragbri news coming up. What uh, did you have any? Did you get any? Should we jump right back into uh, feedback and follow up? What do yeah. we? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, um, I did have from Lisa. She didn't give me this one directly. I just noticed it. So you. NPR for years has talked about what NPR wants to create are driveway moments where you're so enthralled in the story that when you get home, you, you leave the car in the driveway to fit hear the end of the NPR story. Okay, cool. Whatever. I mean, probably shouldn't leave your car running NPR because that's probably bad for the, anyway, whatever. That's fine. Hey, don't, don't F with NPR. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've learned that. So, uh, in the last week, uh, Lisa Lisa went out, uh, got some groceries or something. I hear the garage door come uh, open up, so I go throw some shoes on to go out because I'm going to help carry in the groceries. And it took me a little bit to get the dog squared away and get the whatever. And I go out there, and the, and she's still out. And I and I go out there, and the car's running, doors up, but she, the car's running, and she's listening, and she's kind of giving me that hold on. She was listening to talking to Todd and. Uh, she it was it was a it was a garage moment where she wanted to continue hearing the rest of the story before she got out of the car and i'm like yes we're we're this close to npr now i don't know if that's what our goal was but we're there did she did she share which little piece she was listening to that made her want to Oh, I just assume, I, I assume, I assume it could be any part of the show. They're all spectacular oh, and it's all entertaining. Sure. So, you know, yeah. how do you, how do you just boil it down to one? Right. Yeah. 
Amy is catching up. Toddler number one is at the toddy episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. She has a suggestion for how we, she has a process suggestion. Okay. She doesn't want, I believe the quote was, you can't expect me to remember every nuance of the last 52 freaking shows. You guys have to nominate stuff. And then we need a toddler vote. Ooh. We bring the nominations and then the toddlers get to vote on who wins the toddy. Okay. Okay. It's her suggestion. Again, it's feedback. We don't always take the feedback. We always get that. We know how to get the feedback. We don't always know how to implement the feedback or sometimes even care to. Okay, we should we should we should throw this in our toddies document for for the end of this year. You know, maybe maybe you know maybe we could implement we could implement this on maybe a couple of categories. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know. Okay, let's see where were we? Kind of went down a rabbit hole there. Other feedback. Okay, so we get the cake from Gosha Sherry. Hi, congratulations on our hundredth episode. That deserves a dollar. I suggested that. Next, the next step will be a telethon. <laughs> but here's the thing: in my version of a telethon, yeah, y- you pay us to stop talking. Mm. Okay, because we versus, could go on. Yeah, versus just hitting s- stop on your podcast player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll delete. We'll delete all the stop buttons on the podcast player. It's a yeah. Yeah, there is no. <clears throat> okay. We could do a live episode. We've, we've, <laughs> yeah, that would, we have that ability on Podbean, you know, to do live episodes with live callers. We can do it. We have the technology. <laughs> the way you said we can do it sounded much more like a threat than an opportunity. We can do it. <laughs> we will, we will, I will turn this car around. We will pull this podcast over and put it live if you do not. Yeah. Well, so, We'll do it live. We'll do yeah. it live. I did get a bit of feedback along those same lines from uh, Jesse in Las Vegas. Okay. He's and this this uh he suggested um he suggested after the uh after we gave out the toddy for the dad joke of the year. His suggestion was we do a members only show that you have to pay for. All of the ones that I do that for podcasts, they take out the ads, right? So you pay money and then you get the podcast without any ads. Jesse's Jesse's suggestion was we do a paid members only show and it's the entire show with the exception of we take out your weekly dad joke. (laughs) He's willing to pay. So... (laughs) (laughs) Nope. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping I could come up with something not quick enough. Yeah. So anyway, we'll 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 take that one under <laughs> advisement as well. Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> Doug from the Idiot Toddlers, a USB mic and a dream coming soon to the Educated Idiots Podcast Network. Ooh. Which is brought to you by DJ to Go Cedar Valley, your five star DJ in the Cedar Valley. Uh, and congrats on our hundredth episode. So. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. 
they're they're going to get to 100, but they've skipped numbers along the way. So they may get to 100 before. I was kind of surprised that they didn't get to 100 before we did, given the how their their numbering system is. Well, I don't think either of them were math teachers. So anyway, <laughs> I think that was it. Sarah, I didn't hear from Sarah. I'm sure she's okay, but I know she's in the final edits of book number two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is coming out very, very soon. So um, we, the promo for book number two from Sarah Judson Brown, uh, I'm, I think we will probably, we will probably have her as a guest on when book number two drops so that we can talk about that. But I know she's in the final edits there. So I'm sure she's okay. I'm sure she's hunkered down and is actually editing and isn't doing things like sending me random memes. No, gotta be focused. No, no you gotta be focused. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that that's the case. Uh, do you want to do you want to do any follow up so that I can just cut it out? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's inside joke about last week's episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will. Uh, actually, I will. I, I will. I will try it, and we'll see. Sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> At like an hour and forty minutes worth of stuff, and I'm like, well, there's thirty five minutes that can go all of it. Whoop. See ya. Sorry. Just remember, editing is the best part of this show. Um. <laughs> And yet I leave in the dad jokes. Sorry, I I I apologize. Please, yes. Did so you have a few follow up? Well, so f- a few, uh, so a few, uh, yeah, follow up. A few weeks ago, we discussed how Michigan was naming it snowplows, and then yeah. and then Sarah let us know that uh, Minnesota also names it snowplows. Yes. However, I am pretty sure that the city of Salt Lake City must listen to talking to Todd because they have now jumped on this bandwagon. And made a contest for people. They ha- up until this point, they had not named their snowplows. After we really? talked about it, they have now named their snowplows. So I'm just going to assume the mayor, city council, somebody's listening to this. Just so you know, here's a couple of the names. The top vote getter, because they did ask people to vote in some categories. The top vote getter, Sled Zeppelin, is the uh, <laughs> is the number one. Uh, other winners, the notorious P L O W. Um, they stole one of mine, Snowy McSnowface. That come on, come on now. Um, oh, here's here's a good one, Snowby One Kenobi. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that uh, was not on the Michigan list. I can I can guarantee it. In honor of uh, the Utah Jazz, Rudy Snowbear. Is uh, is one of the plows? Nice. Um, no more, Mister Ice Guy, and also along the musical one, John Bon Snovi. So oh. uh, there you go. Uh, a few of them missed the votes, however. Um, Snow Lake City didn't get enough votes. Um, Plowzilla also did not make the cut. That's disappointing. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, 
I'm assuming, I'm just assuming from now on, any place that names their snowplows got that directly from us. And, uh, and is, is now stealing it. Um, if, if I can guarantee you that if we dig into the numbers for talking to Todd, there is a good percentage of our downloads that happen from Utah. You think? Yep. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Or oh, hey. At, uh, at, at, ver- at the very least, a percentage of our downloads are from Utah. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, sorry, I'm going to jump back here real quick because I, I forgot one more bit of feedback. Uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of downloads in Utah, um, I did hear from Lindsay who, uh, who I, she liked our hundredth episode. Uh, she did say thanks for the shout out because you know, it was, it was her idea. And then she, and then she told me this. You made the topic so interesting this week. I looked up every single one of them for more info. Loved it. What? Yeah. What? (laughs) She also thinks that you sounded exactly the same in the throwback podcast. I'm not sure that's a compliment. Oh, compared to what she, it is. Uh, I'll just, she also had some, some, some feedback for me. You you went out of that one. So anyway. <laughs> uh any other follow up? No, it looks like that's it, right? Moving on. No, yeah, that yeah, that was it. Yeah, there yeah, all of the follow up all the follow up is just from this yeah, we didn't have any we didn't have any previous follow up. Just sweet. That. Um good news. I, I took a break from Todd's tech corner. So I mean, if you ask me just about it, I mean, I could come up with one, but uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to let the Todd's tech corner go. Uh, anything in Dwayne's technical corner? I was, I was in Northwest, what, what qualifies at this point as Northwest Iowa working a double header on Friday night for a team that had five players and a manager that they dressed. So there were six suited players. They had six in the scorebook, but five of them were players and one of them was the manager. Uh, One of them got hurt midway through the third quarter, so the manager finished the game. But before the game, the opposing coach comes over to the three of us as we're standing around watching the girls warm up and says, there have been games this year where they have had injuries and have only had four players. If they go down to four players, can we go down to four players? And and we kind of looked at each other and went, yeah, whatever, do what you want. You got to start with five. You don't have to finish with five. If I, At one point in the conversation, I looked at him and said, what's the line from Hoosiers? My team's on the floor. <laughs> it's going to be a 35-point running clock. I can almost guarantee it. And when we get to 35 points, you do whatever you want to, coach. <laughs> To their credit, the the shorthanded team had five players on the court the entire time. They never gave up. They worked hard the entire time. It was it was the it was the nicest sixty five point blowout I've ever been a part of. <laughs> how how nice! I mean, he was asking if they could play for with four just to keep it competitive. Is yes. that what he was asking? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, he's like, rather than play with five and then continue to run up the score, yeah. we'll just go down to four and then just play four on four. So it's more like, you know, real basketball. Uh, there's there's no fun in this is supposed to be fun. Why would we do that? So I'm like that. It was nice. It was a nice show of sportsmanship, even though it didn't ever really Matter. come to pass. <laughs> yeah, it was also a little condescending, but, you know, it it was a show of sportsmanship. Last night, the horn to end the first quarter goes off. A player from the home team jumps up in the air, grabs a hold of the basket, pulls down on the rim, snaps it. This is technical corner. I gave him a technical because you're not supposed to do that especially in a high school game, especially when, and the coach comes over and he's all hot. Are you, you can, you can hold on to the rim. If you're, if you're swinging and you think you're going to fall and hurt yourself. Yes, that's true coach, but that's not what happened. You can, you can also hold on to the rim to keep from falling on people. That's also not what happened from the angle I had. All he did was <laughs> hold on to the basket and snap the rim. Coach, you you can also go to the Olympics and bobsled. That has as much to do with it. But this argument is whatever the heck you said. <laughs> You're just throwing stuff out. Right. None exactly. of that matters yeah. here. You have one left shoe and one right shoe? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Long as we're clear. And then and then he says to me, and this is a this is a rivalry game. Schools are long time big game. He says to me, you're going to make that call in a game like this. And I, and I walked, I walked away from him. I don't answer statements. That was clearly inflammatory. There's no reason to engage there. And what I'm thinking to myself is, you know, this is a big game. He knows this is a big game. What you should be saying to your player is how dare you do this in a game like this? It's not on so me. This is, so this is how we're alike and how we're different. When you said that, what popped into my head immediately is you need to talk to your player about doing stuff like that in this big of game. Uh-huh. We're alike. The difference is you didn't say it and walked away, whereas I probably would have. <laughs> and my as we were discussing the exchange in the locker room, one of my partners said, you should ask him what other rules he wanted us to ignore tonight, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> also inflammatory, best to just keep on moving. <laughs> so, so, so there was that, that was two little, two little stories in Dwayne's technical corner. It's been an exciting week. Sweet. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? Uh, should we go to idiots? Yeah, let's do that, and then we can then we can fix the NFL. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL is falling apart faster than we can fix it. <laughs> so I, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. And, we should probably check the, Twitter before we make a statement like that. And Jim Harbaugh is not coming to he's not coming to to the rescue here. So yeah. Um, let's see. I did see a couple of weeks ago, uh, Tesla, uh, released, um, they, they, they discussed that they were going to enable an aggressive mode 
in their self-driving software. Yeah. For everybody that thinks, oh, this is this is all going to work out fine, right? With 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 Elon and his, I mean, it's great what he's done, but but he's got some interesting ideas, right? We talked about full self-driving and not full self, whatever. Um, aggressive mode. The documentation says when you when you turn on aggressive mode, um, your auto driving car will follow closer to the car in front of you. <laughs> um, it will make it will make lane changes more aggressively. And this one in the documentation, it says that it will do rolling stops more often at stop signs. <laughs> So there's specific officer. It wasn't me. It was the self-driving car. The car's got an aggressive streak, sir. <laughs> At some point, you're like, I kind of think Elon just keeps going. They haven't stopped us yet, and we've done some <laughs> crazy crap that are getting people killed, and nobody's stopping us. So we might as well just keep going and see how far we can push this. So this this kind of goes back. I'm a little surprised we didn't talk about this with Ward on episode 98 for the Mega Power Frunk. Well, except he was there to talk about EV vehicles. This is about the self-driving portion. I do kind of consider the electric vehicle portion of the Tesla separate from the insane self-driving that isn't actually self-driving. I don't anyway. If you um, haven't, if you do have an interest self-promotion here if you do have an interest in electric vehicles or ward lens episode 98 mega power frunk um we spent a lot of time talking to ward about uh, what it means if you might actually be interested as a consumer uh i did get this might actually be follow-up i did listen to his episode of Mm. the squeaky clean energy podcast the first half of it is a deep dive into energy policy for the state of North Carolina. My recommendation is you can skip that and fast forward to the part where Ward starts talking about his history with electric vehicles and how they work. And and he spends a lot of time talking about the legislation behind encouraging people to use electric vehicles and how that all comes together. So if you're interested in that aspect of electric vehicles, listen to the squeaky clean energy podcast that Ward guested on. If you're interested in practical application and what it means to you for owning one, go back to episode 98 mega power frunk. Kaching next. Okay. Uh, next idiot. Arizona. Oh, so idiot, idiot number one is Elon. Elon and the people at Tesla who've developed the aggressive mode that literally says ignore traffic laws. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Good. Yes. Okay. We're good. Idiot number two, uh, the NHL's Arizona Coyotes. And this could be for any number of reasons. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> at one point, they were within seven days of being locked out of their arena because they hadn't paid their bills. And uh, you remember that that was back in December talking stick arena. Uh, they're in the Gia river arena. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, so the Gila river, Gila river, Gila river, Gila river, Gilda Radner arena. I don't, it's one of those. Yeah. Have the Gila river. Yeah. There you go. So the arena is owned by the city of Glendale and the city of Glendale is tired of them. So they have ended the lease 
and uh oh. they've been there they've been there since 2003 and the uh the they opted out of the lease agreement and so as of june 30th the coyotes have no arena to play in for next season so they have a backup plan don't worry about this they're negotiating with arizona state university to use their multi-purpose arena that their ncaa men's hockey team plays in now okay. couple of pro- couple of things number one asu would have priority over the arena over the nhl team because it's for the college <laughs> number two it seats 5,000 people. 5,000. Now, the smallest arena in the NHL is in Winnipeg, and it seats 15,294 people. What everybody's not clear on is, if ASU doesn't agree to this, this is their best option for multiple years because they want to build their own arena, but they don't have a site funding tax dollars they they have no other place to go other than like the local ice rink and i don't know how many of those are in phoenix <laughs> so um anyway also i'm not the only one calling the arizona coyotes idiots because according to the athletic article a number of unnamed owners are also calling them idiots because in the nhl the upper third of the teams with revenue share the revenue with the lower with the bottom two thirds lower revenue teams. And if they go to a 5,000 seat stadium, they don't have ticket revenue, they don't have concessions, they don't have parking or whatever. So technically, all the the richest third of teams would have to give them more money. And that money would come from the other low revenue teams like the low revenue teams would have to kick in more money because they would be so short of revenue because they didn't plan. So anyway, um, if, if like, you want to, yeah, yeah. That sounds like socialism and, and a really good business model. If you're the Arizona coyotes to get somebody else to pay for all of your stuff. I mean, they're not stupid. Yeah, right. Hey, we can own a team and not have to pay for it. Um, It also pointed out that there would be some downsides. Again, lack of revenue opportunities. The ice surface would, in theory, be dedicated to Arizona State's college team, so they couldn't really sell their own uh, advertising in the ice. So, like, all of... Anyway, um, there you go. So, catch... Potentially next fall, catch the Arizona Coyotes on, on the ASU College campus as long as the men's the men's hockey team isn't playing or practicing. <sighs> anyway, Solid there you work. go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see who else do we have. Oh, oh. Speaking of sports and money, um. I'm not sure who the idiot is here. I don't know if it's who's offering it or who's paying for it. But for the NFC championship game that took place last weekend, the day of the game, the price to get parking near the stadium was higher than the cost of the ticket to get into the game. Well, part of the reason for that, though, 
is because the NFL has started taking away parking around SoFi Stadium to prepare for the Super Bowl. And they've got these big, huge tents. Normally, there's tons and tons of parking available. And because they've started staging for the Super Bowl, parking has been, let's say, at a premium. (laughs) So as of Sunday morning, before the game, the the cheapest ticket you could buy on the secondary market to get in the ga- to get into the game was $550. The cheapest on-site parking pass was at least $600. You go into the game? Nope, just tailgating. Can't afford it. <laughs> Blew all the beer money on parking. Um, so again, I don't know. I mean, that's the free market at work. I don't know if that's the idiot. If anybody actually paid those prices, um, I think they would be the nominee for idiot. Um, and then the last one, oh, this one, this one's just great. This, this brings in sports and soccer and idiots. And so in the English premier league, because, because Europe has had, especially England's had sports betting for legalized sports betting a lot longer than we've had in most of the States there, there's been concerns for years about could sports betting affect the outcome of games. So all of the legal most of the legal sports betting groups report if they have concerns about patterns of betting, they can report that to an organization because they know what bets should look like. And when stuff Mm -hmm. comes in, that's weird. They will report that to a group that can investigate for the integrity of the game. The, uh, a, a booking company that's not part of this, but they looked at this and went, this is so weird. We got to report it anyway. A bookmaker received around $420,000 placed on multiple bets for a specific Arsenal player to pick up a yellow card in a specific game. If that happened, he he put $420,000 on the line. By the way, paid it all in crypto. Anyway... (laughs) that's that's that that seems kind of odd yes i can see why that might raise a red flag or should that or should that have happened yeah so should that have happened the winnings would have been over one million dollars however the huge bets flagged it (laughs) and so the bookmaker went yeah we're gonna suspend those bets and reported it and shockingly enough the player received a yellow card in the game that somebody put almost a half a million dollars on. Huh? What are the odds? Two to one. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. So, um, apparently, um, it seems like if you allow betting, on things that a single player can easily control. I, I don't, again, nope. The, nobody said that the players has anything to do with it. uh, Yeah. We may talk, we may talk about this next week. I'm not prepared to talk about it this time, but how crazy the prop bets are. We've talked about this before the, the crazy prop bets for the super bowl. You know, how long will the national anthem be? Who will get the first, you know, just 
dumb stuff. Who will call the first timeout, right? I think instead of calling those prop bets, I think we ought to call those what they are. The, okay, you got a problem, bet. <laughs> if if that's the kind of action you're looking to lay your money down, okay, you got a problem. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, at least the better, and who knows, maybe the player will be the idiot in that one. So uh, there we go. Uh, um, I see next on here, just a line that says Dwayne has some issues. <laughs> um, I think, I think toddler number one and I can both agree. Um, I'm just curious as to the ones that you wanted to discuss this week. So, you know, we've told Lisa travel stories. Yes. I was on the road this last week in Boston where we, we, well, when we recorded the hundredth episode, I was in Boston and I had some th- things that I learned when I was on the road this week. It's just um, when we were when we were doing the pre-show, I said like this entire rundown is everything that I learned. I is I learned all kinds of things this week. There is a difference between first class toilet paper and coach toilet paper. <laughs> I was in I was in coach on my way out. I was I got the upgrade to first class on my way back. Is that like like the difference between like sixty grit and hundred grit? Yes. Yes. Um, it is the half ply ply and one ply. (laughs) Jesse, this is for you. Toilet paper in coach is the John Wayne of toilet papers. It's rough and tough and doesn't take off anybody. Are are you going to drop a cuckoo there? (laughs) Yes. Yep. Uh, Let's see. I also learned the hard-sided carry-on that I have does not fit in a CRJ 700, but it does fit in a CRJ 900. And I need to learn to check the equipment that I'm flying on before I pack my bag. Wait, you don't? Oh, okay. So, some Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I can't be bothered. I'm taking the same suitcase either way. Generally, I'm, I'm going to derail you here for just a second. True story. Sure. We have a, we have a transatlantic flight coming up, uh, in a month and a half, two months. And it's been, it got rebooked and then it got rebooked again. And so we called to say, Hey, we now have like six, six stops or can you fix this? And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, we can take care of this. We can get you on a much, we can get you back down to a single stop and we can get you in a much better flight. We can actually get you. All the way across from from your origin point, all the way we can we can get you to Paris or we can get you to to Amsterdam, and then it's a quick flight over. Which one would you prefer? Lisa, knowing me, says, "Can can you can you tell us the equipment?" And the, the yeah, right. So the person says, "Okay, well, the Paris flight. Let's see. Okay, that is an Airbus A three thirty dash nine hundred." Okay, cool. She's like, and then the KLM flight, that is an Airbus A330-2. We'll go to Paris. Yeah. (laughs) We picked our route solely on the equipment. (laughs) Solely on the equipment. Partly because me being me, 
I know the I know the seat layouts and amenities of each of those versions of the A330 in my head. I didn't even have to look up. Just tell me just tell me what the equipment is and I can take it from there. Anyway, please continue. So if you need any help, let me know. <laughs> uh, I learned sometimes the line for the deicer in Detroit is longer than the line for the departure runway. <laughs> Sweet. Yep. I learned that you can squeeze legal seafood into your travel budget if you starve yourself for the other three days. <laughs> I can also tell you it's worth it. <laughs> I also learn this is kind of this is kind of akin to the underwear as a mask story that Lisa shared. Yeah. I was on the trade show floor and someone walked into my booth because masks were required on the trade show floor, walked into my booth wearing a mask made out of mesh. Could see <laughs> his lips moving through the mask. He showed you. <laughs> Who's the stupid one now? Pretty sure it's still him. I took two steps back and let somebody else deal with him. Hey, thanks hey, for stopping hey. by. Hey, at a trade show of this magnitude, you're going to make that call. <laughs> kind of funny. Anyway, so yeah, I was on the road last week and learned a lot of stuff. None of which is going into this week. I learned because I learned more stuff there. <laughs> oh, criminy. Did you, what you, what are you watching this week? Are we at that point? We're probably yeah. are. Yep. Um, so my uh, my sister Brenda is staying with us for uh, for a couple of weeks, and um, she that's why the bed's down. Yes, yes, because Studio A is also guest room one. So <laughs> we're so having to <laughs> yeah. Kind of, oh. kind of ruins the illusion of the podcast network when the when the bed has to fold down onto the wall. <laughs> um, we mentioned something, and uh, somehow this came up, and and Brenda mentioned, "Oh, I've never seen Harry Potter, any of them." And we're like, "Well, we can take care of that." So whether she wants to or not. And the jury's still out from her whether she wants to or not. So far, we've watched uh, we've watched Harry Potter one through three. Uh, we would be watching four tonight, except I said, hey, by the way, I'm going to be recording a podcast tonight. So no Harry Potter. And Brenda went, yay. I mean, oh, so um, <laughs> she's getting a break. I think it's this is probably the third or fourth time I've seen them. I know you guys just rewatched them recently. I, mm -hmm. I want to say we re, we rewatched some or all of them before our trip to England when we went to go see the sets. Mm -hmm. What I will say is, uh, for the first time now watching these for the it's the third or fourth time, but for the first time through, I'm like, oh, I get that now. Oh, that makes sense. I feel like I should be taking notes. These are there's a lot of stuff going on. Like there's just like <laughs> you, you there's a lot. Anyway, uh -huh. so that's what we're watching. We will probably watch the rest of them uh, before next uh, next episode. So anyway, how about you? Uh, what are you watching? 
Well, we're watching a lot of basketball. I'm either refing it or we were at the Drake game where Drake beat Loyola here on Sunday. We watched Drake beat Indiana State tonight. We're watching a lot of basketball in this house right now. So anything else to the point where I'm three weeks behind on the book of Boba Fett and avoiding spoilers like they're the plague. So do not. Listeners, do not. Under pain of death, spoil Boba Fett for me. I have got to get caught up. Don't you Google, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I use DuckDuckGo. <laughs> Is that an ad? Did they have to pay us? No. <laughs> yeah, it's the same rate everybody else does. I think we owe them a dollar fifty. <laughs> Uh, and the thing that I, the thing that I learned this week, again, this is also travel related, except it's not my travel. My folks spent the month in Florida. They got home on Monday night. So I went to the airport to pick them up. I tracked their flight, watched it on flight aware, ding, watched it land. And then got in the car to drive over to the airport because that's how we do. It's nine minutes. I'm over there. They got to get bags from Southwest anyway. Fine. Right. So I drive over and I make a loop. There's really nowhere to park because there are cars parked along the curb. Fine. Well, I'm not going to drive the mile and a half back over to the cell phone lot. So I'll make another loop thinking, well, they won't be far behind. And maybe somebody will pull out, leaving a space for me to pull in and park so that we can make another loop. Make another loop. Make another loop. Still no spaces. The third time I was stuck. There are there are three lanes. There's the lane to pull up next to the curb. There's the lane to go past the lane. And then there's a third lane where you can get past the parkers, the double parkers, and and to get past. And then there's another two lanes actually on the other side of a middle curb that is just for buses, right? In either the third or the fourth loop, somebody had decided to double park and not double park to load their car, just double park to wait. So then I made another loop. Fifth loop, my mom comes outside, gives me a wave, opens the door, throws her purse in. I'm double parked, mind you, so that she can run out and talk to me. Throws her purse in and says, I'll go get some bags. I'm like, no, 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 no. When you've got all the bags, you let me know. Make another loop. I looped, I kid you not, for 40 minutes. Because Southwest does not have the guarantee that Delta has that you will have your bags in 20 minutes or bust. People in the Des Moines airport, I learned, do not know how to pick up. They know how to park. And wait. It's fantastic. I learned parking, picking up. I, 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 oh boy, I was... I was not a happy guy, especially at, well, flight landed at 
at 10.15, got back home. I finally got home at 11.30. Finally. I was a frustrated guy. But I learned what not to do, and I learned where I can easily pull over that is not... There's, there's, the, ta- there's the takeaway. <laughs> I found a spot at the airport that I can pull over, not get ticketed, not get towed, be 15 seconds from pulling up and picking them up and not have to just loop. So I did learn something out of all of that. But anyway, how about you? Just a quick follow-up on yours. At the undisclosed location, the airport here does not have a cell phone waiting lot. And I keep thinking they just expanded the parking and they didn't even add a cell phone waiting lot. And I keep thinking, why not? And every time I go to pick up Lisa, I know why, because everybody just parks in front of the building. (laughs) Yep. And we have the three lanes. Uh So first set of parking is in the lane closest to the building. Yep. If that's full, the next people then park in the lane furthest from the building and fill that lane up. I have found the best place to park. And I have waited there for more than 20 minutes with the engine off the dogs in the car is right in front of the sign that says absolutely no parking violators will be towed. That is the (laughs) sweet spot as to where to park. (laughs) It's one of the last places to fill up to, to, sorry. It's one of the last places to fill up. Anybody wants to park there, but it's in a really good spot where she can see right as she comes out. So, uh, yeah. You know what? At some point you're like, is this what we're doing? You know what? If that's what we're doing, then I'm doing it. I got to get there early to get a spot close to the curb. Okay. Um, what did I, what I learned this week? All right. You play a role in this. The, the, the line I wrote was read the fine print. And this is going to be, by the way, this is just going to be a whiny, this doesn't really matter. And this is under the title of privilege and everything else. Fine. Lisa, because she flies a lot, has top tier status at Delta. One of the things that she can do with that, she gets she gets gifts at the end of the year. She can pick some miles. She can pick a few things. One of the things she can do, and one of the things she did for me in 2019, one of the gifts she can give is give somebody a year's worth of gold medallion so that they have gold status on Delta. So in 2019... Because I was flying, she's like, you know what? I'll, I'll give you gold status. So you get on the plane a little bit earlier. You get to you get to do some of this stuff. Cool. Sorry, she gave that to me. I think she gave it to me in 2019. She did. She certainly gave that to me in 2020. And then we didn't fly that much in 2020. However, Delta then said, hey, because people weren't flying a lot in 2021, whatever your status was in 2020, we're just gonna we're gonna move you forward. You'll get to keep it. So in 2021, I kept my gold status because she had given it to me in 2020. In July of 2021, Delta sent out emails saying, we're going to grant you, we're going to roll that forward again. So whatever your status is in 2021, you'll have for 2022. Great. I'm going to get to keep my gold status. I don't need it that much. And most of the time I fly with Lisa, so I get her status. But, you know, in case I fly by myself, it's nice to have. Right. On February 1st, 
my status changed from gold to silver. And I went, huh, that's weird. So I went to the boards to try to go figure it out. Flyer talk didn't help. Get to the Delta Reddit. Big, long thing. Get to the end of it. And I found my answer. And what the people said was, when they said they were going to do this for 2022, did you read the fine print? And I said to myself, no, I did not. It went on to say, if you read the fine print, it says, we're going to continue your status from 2021 to 2022. Fine print. Unless that status was gifted to you. We are not extending gifted status. The only reason I kept my silver status is because the last two years they've been rolling forward miles. Sure. We traveled last year. So I technically qualified for silver. Otherwise, I would have lost that as well. So now I'm silver for this year. Again, is it that big a deal? Not exactly. But better than we nothing. Could easily, it's better than nothing. But we could easily fix this because Lisa could just gift me gold status and put me back there again. However, she could only do that for one person per year. Oh no. And four days prior to me learning this. Oh no. She had picked somebody else because I didn't need it. So anyway, I hope the person enjoys gold status for the year. He did. (laughs) I hear the toilet paper in first class is awesome. (laughs) And for everybody else, read the fine print. Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. You can check out our page on Facebook where we'll be posting all kinds of stuff from this episode, including pictures of the cake that Gosha made. So you can tweet us on Facebook. Pretty sure that's how that works. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515 515- Two five seven six two seven two. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners, sponsors, Toddler thirty one eighty seven, and DJ to Go Cedar Valley, your five star DJ service in the Cedar Valley. And you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Todd. So you said when you were at the airport, you had to drive around. You made some loops. You said for forty five minutes, right? Yes. Ish. And you're complaining about that. Or at least pointing it out. That's a problem. What went through my head is do that 45 minutes five more times. And you now have a Friday night that you and I spent in Iowa Falls in our junior and senior year. (laughs) (laughs) Pizza Hut. Come and go. Oh, Pizza Hut. Oh, come and go. Joy at Ronnie Larry's. Yeah. Well, better than being home. 
<laughs> you ain't a lion, brother. Oh, thanks for joining us. Join us next week right here on Talking to Todd. I stole your gold status. Oh my God, that's awful. I'm so sorry. No worries. You're going to get much more use out of it than I would. <laughs>